High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. It's time now for Bill Hughes and another essential song. We vary, I think it's fair to say, between the sublime and the ridiculous. Uh, Occasionally, I get so excited, so thrilled. It's such an enjoyable 20 minutes. And then periodically, you, the listeners, hear a loud thump in the middle of the show as my head hits the table in utter disbelief at what I am listening to. So, Bill Hughes, will my head be hitting table or oh, will I be tapping and dancing? What a build-up. What a build-up. Will um, I be tapping and dancing? You should be tapping and dancing because right. there is a great beat to the song I've chosen. Good start. Tremendous beat. Um, tremendous use of piano instruments. It's got yeah. a lot of fusion. But... I think ideologically you'll fight against me on this one because of where it comes from and what it's about. And the date straight away, I mean, it's post-1980, so straight away you'll hate that. Straight away. Yeah, yeah, Straight away. So the listeners understand your prejudices and and so do I. But sometimes I just have to say, uh, damn it, I I really want to include this song because this song is essential for me. Now, you may like the song, um, but I think I won't though if it's post 1980 <laughs> I don't think I will so then then that's kind of so ridiculous that I can't that think about it okay, okay there you go go on okay, what is it I, I'm going to name a guy okay Paul Weller never heard of him see see this is Terrible. This is sad that you'd never heard there of him. There was a fellow called Weller was a cop <laughs> and he was a kind of a million dollar man kind of cop. Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the actor called Paul Weller? Yes. No? Yes. Is that, it that him? No, it's not him. Oh. No, no. All right. Okay. It's Paul Weller. I like Robocop. Paul Weller has had many incarnations. Right. Uh, in the 70s, Paul Weller was the driving force of a wonderful an extremely successful band called The Jam. Right. In the 80s, he was the driving force behind the Style Council. Right. And then from the 90s to now, he is Paul Weller. And he is revered in the music industry. He is revered by critics and he's adored by fans. People who love music Love Paul Weller. I, I wonder why not. two words. I haven't got my dictionary handy, mm-hmm. but like revered yeah. and adored. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. We're talking about some fella who's just singing for a supper. You know. No, he's not, a writer. And not, he's, 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 he's talking to one of the four evangelists. He is called the Mod Father <laughs> because he brought the whole mod movement back into uh, popularity. Yeah. Um, and the song I've chosen is from my favourite incarnation, which was the 80s, which was the Style Council, Council. and the song is called Shout to the Top. Okay. Now, I know that all over the country people have just punched the air and gone, yeah, because they love it. <laughs> I know they have. Whereas your head hits the floor with disappointment. But What's it called again? Shout to the Top. Paul Weller. Paul Weller. The Robot Style Council. Man. No, different Paul Weller. So... It's an English band, obviously, uh, and the song was composed by him. And they formed in 1983, Paul Weller. He got together with a a couple of friends, Mick Talbot, 
who uh, was the keyboardist and had been previously a member of Dexy's Midnight Runners. And this band enabled Weller, post the jam, to move in a more soulful direction. And then the lineup at the time was completed uh, by Steve White on drums and the beautiful, stunning vocalist DC Lee. Beautiful black singer. Do you remember her? She at the time was Paul Weller's uh, wife. And they DC Lee. DC Lee. D E E. That's one name. Then the letter C. Right. And then oh, the name good. Lee. Not like Washington. DC Lee. No, no, no. So but she, uh, hold a minute now. Yeah. Hold a minute. Because yeah. there is one thing I understand here, I mm-hmm. think, which mm-hmm. all the people you have punching the sky around Ireland mm-hmm. at, at the prospect of listening to your man, you said he brought the mod movement back. Yeah. Now, the original mods were in 1960. Yeah. There were mods and rockers. Yeah. And the mods dressed a particular way. Yeah. And they used to have running fights with the rockers uh, in places like Brighton and Bournemouth yeah. and places like this. So yeah. I know what the mods are. And it was is a, he one of them? Uh, he's not a fighter. He no, just, but uh, is he one of the dressed he would, he, would, he would have brought that back. All I right. mean, okay. he said later... I saw that through becoming a mod, it would give me a base and an angle to write from, and that this we eventually did. We went out, we bought suits, we started playing Motown and Stacks and Atlantic covers. I bought a Rickenbacker guitar, a Lambretta GP150, and I tried to style my hair like Steve Marriott, Circus 66. So that was his, that yeah, he well, decided I that was his image. Yeah, well, I where coming from okay. now is a mod. Okay. And I remember the Lambrettas. Yeah. So he was born in 1958. Uh, he's, he's not a kid. No, he's not a kid. Born, He'll be 60 next year. Yep. And, uh, like, he has achieved fame in punk rock, new wave, mod revival, uh, and then R&B. So he has a, a very broad uh, okay. church. The Daily Telegraph said of Weller that apart from David Bowie, it's hard to think of any British solo artist who'd had as... Ha, ha, who's had as varied, long-lasting and determinedly forward-looking a career. Well, now, hold a while. Yeah. If the Daily Telegraph says he's okay, yeah. that's okay by me. Okay, and then the BBC described Weller as one of the most revered music writers and performers of the past 30 years. And in 2012, Sir Peter Blake, the great artist, who was deciding to celebrate the British cultural figures of his lifetime by reimagining the cover of Sgt. Pepper's and by putting all these cultural icons in it, he chose Paul Weller to be in it as well. So there's a lot of people think Paul Weller is a good good Yeah, but uh, but, I mean, it's still 1980s though. (laughs) I mean, I I still can't imagine I'm going to like this. When people told me... Not that I'm biased in the slightest, but I just don't think I like it. When people told me there was a scientific phenomenon known as the black hole, I didn't (laughs) realise it was in your head. I thought it was actually a celestial body. No, no. So... The, when just to go back and give us a little bit of backstory, the jam that yeah. he came from, um, they were formed in Woking in 1972. Now, they had 18 consecutive top 40 hits in the United Kingdom, and then they broke up in 1982. But they were rejecting the influences of uh, the, the punk image while embracing the fact that music needed 
a new energy and a new... Uh, yeah, it's interesting like, to come from Woking where, in Surrey, which is a pretty middle-of-the-road kind of place. Yeah, and out of that came the, the, the hit. And it's funny, when they broke up in 1982, the record company released their first 15 singles again. And all of them placed in the top 100. So there's there's a huge appetite for stuff to do with the jam. There's a huge... Then the now, style cancel. Yeah, but the, but the jam had hits like Down in the Tube Station at Midnight, The Eaton Rifles, Going Underground, Town Called Malice. Like these are all... And if you think of the soundtrack of that fabulous movie, Billy Elliot, there's so much of this music used in that soundtrack. Um, and... Will we listen to the song and just let you get a feel of it? Now, just before we yeah. leave Billy Elliot, mm. this is about the ballet dancer who was a footballer or something. Uh, no, he was he was a young footballer who became a ballet dancer. He was a young kid from the streets during the miner strike, and his dad was a miner. All right. Uh, so, I, but I want to tell you, I want to come back to that because it's key to Paul Weller later as All well. Right. Mm. Do you remember you did me an enormous favor by playing American Patrol, yeah, yeah. which wasn't a song, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just if you can find it, and mm-hmm. finding it for you is hard. Mm-hmm. If you can find it in your heart, mm-hmm. right, to excite me another day, mm-hmm. is another wonderful one from Brast Off, right? And um, he, he, I love that movie. Yeah, and Ewan Pe- McGregor mm. and and Peter Postle. Yeah, the late yeah. Peter Postle. Right, and this girl comes in. She's a corner player, and uh, she's also a management in the mine because they're mm. going to strike. And then she talks about this piece of music, and the way Postle says it, it's like orange juice, but it's actually some called whatever it is, but it's not Orange Juice, you know. Well, there is a musical track called Orange Juice. Yeah, but it's called something. something Anyway, you'll find it. Okay. But it's just magnificent. So I might do that someday. I've made a note of it. For my birthday or Christmas or something like this. So anyway, this is Style Council from the 1980s, a town called No, no, it's called Shout to the Top. (laughs) It's called Shout to the Top. Does it make any difference? Yes, it makes a huge difference. I'm dying for you to hear this. Well, I'm prepared. I'll approach it with a somewhat open mind. Nothing suddenly is 
Well, it's definitely not a town called Malice. He, 45 times he told me it's out to the top, so I get that. Uh, it's Peter Weller. I All Weller. I, did, I didn't hear a word from D.D. Marriott or whatever her name is. I couldn't hear her at all, and I'm really into backing groups. I like backing groups, couldn't hear her at all. However, yeah. I adored the piano player. Yeah. No, I adore the piano player and I really enjoy the piano. Uh, there's a bit of rib beat to it, all right. Can't understand the word of the lyrics, obviously. I don't know what he's talking about. He would never have made it with Gilbert and Sullivan, that's for certain. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> he, he, I, I'd give, I wouldn't give him enough points to get into remedial gardening in DIT Ballina Clash. So you're giving all the credit to Mick Talbot on the keyboards. Yes, okay. correct. Okay. And I won't be listening to it on my next trip to Cork. You won't? No. I can imagine you on a on a by on no. one of those lovely no. bypasses with no. the wind in your hair and your headscarf no. blowing, you just look great at the door. Go on. The what open. else have you got to tell well, me about this? Well, You see guy? the thing about this guy is, right? His father worked as a taxi driver and a builder. Um but the father was so proud of what Paul was doing. And yeah. the father uh, had a bit of business acumen behind him and he started to manage the jam and then he started to manage the style council and he looked after their financial affairs and really e- well. everything went hunky-dory that way. So Paul had huge respect for builders, taxi drivers, that kind of thing, because the first places the father used to book him into was the working men's clubs. Oh, yeah. And he, they used to, when they were starting out, they used to play covers of Chuck Berry and Little Richard. and So they honed their craft by learning from the best. And then Paul sort of pulled it all together to become this great songwriter. So, you know, uh, many of the Style Council's early singles, they, they did well in the charts in the UK, but it was only when they released songs like My Ever-Changing Moods and You're the Best Thing, that they hit America. So stuff started to go really well for them then. Now in Australia, Shout to the Top went straight to number one and stayed there. Australia danced to that in 1984. And in 1984, uh, when Weller was just like, with the jam behind him, the Style Council in full throttle, when it, Do They Know It's Christmas, the Band-Aid single was being put together, he was one of the first people that Geldof called and asked, would he be oh, part he of it? he was in that. He was in that as well. Oh, really? And I thought that the key on that was your man, uh, Boy George. Oh, no, Boy he? George, yeah. And Bono and Paul voice, Young. And, I know, yeah. but Boy George's voice in that, I thought, was Boy brilliant. George's voice is brilliant in that. So Did we ever play that? We have done, yes. Okay. At Christmas. So, Play it again this but in, in December 84, Weller also put together his own charity ensemble called the Council Collective to make a record sold deep to raise money for the striking miners and for the family of David Wilkie. Now, 
David Wilkie, not the Olympic swimmer. David Wilkie, he was the Welsh taxi driver who was killed during the miners' strike when two striking miners dropped a concrete block on the taxi, yeah, from a footbridge onto his taxi while he was driving a strike breaker to work. And the attack caused widespread revulsion and the extent of the violence in the dispute was just escalating. So the two miners were convicted of murder. The charge was reduced to manslaughter on appeal and it became a leading case on the issue of the difference between the two offences. And Paul Weller was so exercised about this that he wanted the family of the miner to have some, or of oh, the taxi, the taxi driver, driver yeah. to have some money as well. So, you know, he was a, an all-around sound bloke. But he has been celebrated, like, he's received four Brit Awards. Yeah. Uh, twice Best British Male. And in 2006, the Brit Award for an outstanding contribution to music went to Paul Weller. Now, that's gone to people like Van Morrison and like people that you probably are not crazy about. He's revered. He is revered. revered. And that's what I'm trying to get across. He's revered. (laughs) Nay, loved. Yes, I would say so. But also for his great sense of style. And he has, he he tours, like he's an exhausting character in the sense that he just manages to do so much. All right. you tried very hard but failed. Anyway, <laughs> shout to the top. Paul, Paul Weller, revered and loved uh, by all and all of you out in the street punching the sky for yet another essential song from Bill Hughes. Keep your punches to yourself because he'll be back next week. And if he doesn't come back with a song that I agree with, he's sacked. All right, today's show, as always, brought to you by Maggie Doyle, Alex Russo, and Kira Courtney. I will, of course be back tomorrow particularly with Here Come the Girls Bill will be back next Thursday to Michael Quilligan on the sound desk my thanks good afternoon